now. <laughs> hey now, episode 341. Sarah, how are you? Oh, you know, just like living the dream over here. I know. Too blessed to be stressed. That's right. I keep seeing those shirts everywhere that say like, hashtag blessed and blah, blah, blah. And every time I'm like, I just got to buy one of these for Susie. Don't waste <laughs> your money. I know, but it would be funny just for one picture and be worth it. Make me one of those with your new device. There you go. That's what I'll do. That's a smart yeah. thing. That way I won't feel bad about it. How the heck are you? What is new in your world? Oh, man. You know, things are like topsy-turvy over here. But mm-hmm. like, what's new? I'm just kind of yeah, like, right? yeah. Such ch- is ch- life. Ch- ch- changes. You know what my aunt <laughs> said the other day? And what? she's so true. She's so right. She was like, life is messy. Ugh. Right? You're and the one like, that always says it's hard to be a person. It is. Oh, no joke. It's like the yeah. hardest job out there. Nobody gives us any credit for it because we're all supposed to do it. I always think about like whenever I'm going through my routine in the morning, because Sarah knows I have this routine and it's like it's just what I do. And I go through it and I always remember my mom saying, life is so daily. And I never really got what that meant until I became an adult. And I was like, it sure is. Yep. It's, it's just, just daily. You just do day. the same shit every day. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So we're we just adding throw in a little some spice. Yeah. Oh, my fun. God. This is like a perfect segue to talk about a video that I watched. Okay. It was on, um, I believe it was on 60 Second Docs. You know that Instagram? I do not. Oh my God, I have to send it to you. It's so cool. It's like all these little short clips, like little 60 Second Docs that are uh, about like uplifting shit that'll make you like real happy. And so it was this British guy who's uh, talking about, and this was just a clip of a speech he was doing. Um, and it was talking about why he dresses for a party every day. And he's like a fancy dresser. And he says <laughs> that he he's probably in his like 60s now, maybe 70s. And he said that when he was growing up, he was really poor in the countryside in England and just had no money. Um, but he did have one aunt who was rich. Like, like well, I mean, you know, rich compared to him. Yeah. And he went over to her house and he was, she was like the fancy aunt. And she, he's like, everybody's got one of those. And um, which is such like a white person thing to say also. I'm going to throw that one in there and just be like, mm, <laughs> everybody does not have a rich aunt, wealthy, either, uh, <laughs> fancy Englishman. Um, right. But, uh, you know, that aside. Uh, so he was saying that he went over to her house and he was looking at all of her beautiful like uh, dishes and all this nice china and he said, when do you use this? And she said, oh, for special occasions. And mm-hmm. nine days later, she died. And she never, ever used any of her nice stuff. And he said oh. from that day forward, he had his Sunday best, like his, his you know, outfit that he would wear to church or whatever. His mom made him all his clothes and his dad was like this real funny guy. And so he had a lot of love in his life. And he said, I've got all those things, but I am going to make sure that I always enjoy the good stuff and you know what who cares so wear your nicest outfit and if it gets ruined if it gets ripped or whatever who cares you were enjoying it but to live your whole life with the stuff just sitting on the shelf and never getting to use it is really like what for what what are we saving all these special moments for every day should be a special moment yeah sometimes i wonder though because i really like that concept and that you know we can celebrate any old day that we want 
Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, I think about how you were talking about rituals and the importance of like having certain things for certain times. And so, for yes. some people that might be helpful in denoting today's a certain kind of day. Cause like, don't you think yeah. about on holidays when your mom would get out like the Thanksgiving platter and it was yes. special. So there can be that bonus of saving things too. Totally. You know, but if so you, like but like, if you, you never used them, you know, like I've got yeah. a set of my grandma's dishes and there are some holidays where I'm like, oh no, I don't need to take them out. Like they're too nice. And I don't want to be bothered with wa- like cleaning them and washing. Why? Yeah. Just freaking yeah, take them good out. Point. Take you them know? out. And, and I even do these things where like somebody will give me a really beautiful candle, you know, like we joke about everybody yes. gives a candle, which is great. And I love it. <laughs> and, or like a really beautiful bottle of like bath uh, oil or something. And it looks so pretty and it's so nice. And I almost feel like it's like, it's, I, it, I don't use it. That's I'm like, how oh. what happened with that thing, the perfume you got me that was Lucille Ball's perfume. Yeah. I can't open it. Oh my God. You're so funny. <laughs> Susie, just freaking open it. I bought it in a three pack. <laughs> I bought it in a three pack. I have an extra one at my house sealed still. Okay. Okay. That makes me feel better. Yeah. Don't feel bad. That is why that <laughs> stuff is so amazing. Oh, people out there who don't know, if you guys haven't heard of Florida water, it's like the coolest stuff. Just like Google Florida water and it'll like, <laughs> it'll be fun. Okay. Lucille Ball on her deathbed said, they said, do you ha- like, is there anything we can get you? And she said, her last words were, Bring me Florida water. <laughs> I love it. And and Sarah got it for me for my birthday last year. And she said, now you'll always know what Lucille Ball smelled like. Because I love Lucy. Uh, who doesn't? Yeah. And um, hence the name. Yes. And I just loved, I thought that was so meaningful. And you just, it's so special. But That's I get what you're saying. Thing. Yes. The real gift is knowing what she smelled like. Oh. And it is, that stuff is great. Every time I take like, sometimes when it's the full moon, yeah, I'm going to get like super hippity dippity witchy over here. Sometimes when it's the full moon is when I like to take a bath and I like to do like light some candles and, you know, put some oil in the bath and like, you know, some essential oils and stuff and make it smell all nice. And then that, that, uh, uh, Florida water, just like mm, the perfect topper. Do you use it? Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. It smells so good. You only need like a little, a couple little like splashes in your bathtub and it will just like lift you up and make you feel like calm. And Suze, that's, you're missing out, girl. This is what I'm (laughs) telling you. I got it for your baths. Like really you have it in the bath and then every morning you just put a little bit in and you will like, you you just need a little bit and it gives you that like all of the nice smells. Mm, It's lovely. I like it. All right. I'm convinced. People said it was the fountain of youth. Like that's what. I know. Uh, that's what so. I need. I don't know what I'm waiting for. Jesus. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I knew all these things when I got it for you, Susie. <laughs> I'm not saying you need the fountain of youth. That's not what I'm saying at all. Well, you, you know, we, we all do. Not a day over 10. <laughs> don't say it. Um, how about how I'm still recovering from my Paul McCartney concert experience? <gasps> Tell us everything. Oh my God. Did you cry? Like a fool. Oh, I love that. Oh, (laughs) my little Suze. I can't, it's not like I just tear up. I am in hysterics and Adam's like, are you okay? (laughs) I know this cry. This is my Mr. Rogers (laughs) cry. Yes. (laughs) Because I'm sorry, but 
he is a legend, obviously, but so such a gift to my yes. life. And music can do that to people. It sure can. And I just felt so moved, and I just am so grateful for the music and for, to get to see him. It was really special. What did? What was your favorite song that he played? My favorite was. Um, I've just seen a face, which is a oh, weird song to cry to, too. It's a fast. I can't yeah. forget the time and place when we first met. And Adam's yeah. favorite was Blackbird, and we videotaped for you so you can watch oh, it. Oh, you know what? So funny. I love that you did that. That warms my heart so much and that people think of me. And our friend Mariana was there, too. And she recorded that song and sent it to me, too. Oh, it just was a little really clip special. of it. I didn't yeah. get the whole thing, so you're going to give me the whole thing. But uh, so I just love that, that everybody's like, that's the song, and that is the jam, man. And Isn't my beloved um, Patrick Fabian was there, and I asked him what his favorite song of the night was, and he said it was Blackboard 2. <gasps> because song. it is the best song. It makes you, those those first opening notes, I mean, touch your soul, right, Suze? Yeah. You saw it live. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I'm so jealous. Yep, cried the whole time. So I'm oh. going to have to watch the videos to just like be like, oh, that's what it sounded like. Oh, I couldn't hear over my tears. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> well, I cried at the Beyonce concert, so you know, whatevs. <laughs> How cool is it though that he plays for three hours? He's 77 years old. Wow. Um, I only saw him take two sips of water and uh, he's just a badass. So it was really special. You did say that before. He doesn't even drink any water. <laughs> yeah, there's no breaking. Um, but Does if you he, do he, happen to need water on the fly, what you should do is call, uh, on Instacart, which is, I would say, I was just thinking about this of all our sponsors and partners. I have used Instacart more than any of the others. Oh, um, I use it weekly, multiple yeah, times a week. That's I, I true. do too. I use it several times a week because it is so convenient. I got the, um, like the yearly subscription. Me or too. It's great. I mean, come on. That delivery fee pays for itself in like three visits. <laughs> Groceries, they're delivered to you as fast as an hour or a time that works with your schedule. And it has all your favorite stores on there. So your grocery store, your CVS, there's like um, BevMo, all those like, you know, places that you need things for parties and dinner and all that stuff. And it's like, oh, I forgot this. We'll just order it on Instacart. It'll come. They keep the hot stuff hot. They keep the cold stuff cold. It's so convenient. You don't have to sit in traffic. You can try Instacart and get $10 off your first order. To get the limited time offer, go to instacart.com or download the mobile app and enter our promo code BRAINCANDY at checkout. That's $10 off your first order today at instacart.com or through the mobile app. And don't forget to enter our code BRAINCANDY, instacart.com or through the mobile app with our code BRAINCANDY at checkout. Yeah, easy peasy. Don't go anywhere. There you go. No, yeah, just stay why home. Would be you, a recluse why would you want, like well, me. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> it's crazy um, out there. How about how I was out the other day fishing with Adam and Lincoln? And Did you say fishing? Yeah, at the Redondo oh, Beach Pier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I'm outdoorsy. Super. <laughs> um, they do all the heavy lifting. I just sit there and enjoy. But um, anyway. Heavy lifting? What the hell are they reeling in there? But eating mackerel and stuff. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Well, we were sitting there on the pier and, you know, people, when they get big fish, sometimes they yell like for assistance if they need help reeling it in or whatever. And some Mm -hmm. guy was yelling for help. And um, I looked over and 
there were no, were no fish. And I'm like, what's going on, Ad? And he's like, oh, my God, that kid has a got a hook stuck in her back. <gasps> a, a little two-year-old. No! Yeah, and he had to run over because <sighs> that idiot did, like, an overhand cast. Oh, you should only do that underhand. Guy. And hooked <gasps> her right in her shoulder blade. Oh, my God. And it was in deep, Sarah. Oh, God. And you can't get, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm freaking out. Did they cut? Uh, what? Oh, no, no. Uh, uh. <laughs> Physical reaction. And like, there, I'm not kidding. Adam came back and I'm like, what, what's going on? And he was like, well, I told, I was telling them, we're going to call 911. They're on their way. Like, just stay calm because you need to keep her calm. And yeah. And then he said, the other guys that were crowding around were trying to get it out with pliers. What the? Fuck are they doing? And Adam had to be like, stop doing that. You're going to tear her skin open. Can you believe? What idiots? Don't they understand how a fish hook works? Oh my God, I'm having that poor little girl. This is not the first time I've heard this happen. I know. People need to be careful. Why do people do this stuff? I guess everybody's in that thing of like, it it won't happen to me or they're just, or like they're trying to do, they're, they're more concerned with, you know, like the act of like, ooh, look at my overhead hand cast or whatever yeah. the hell you call it. You know, I feel the same way about diving in shallow water at the beach. <gasps> that thing where people run and it's like you've seen it on TV, so you do it. Yeah. You don't cast a fishing line like that when on a pier and you don't run into the ocean and dive face first. You're no. asking to get paralyzed. Those are things where I'm like, what? Come on, do people have no, like, if you're going to go to the beach, I feel like if you're going to go do anything, you should be aware (laughs) of the risks involved and have, like, we just, like, are too trusting, you know? Like, there's, like, a guardrail up, so we're like, oh, everything's fine, you know? It's like that. It's like, I've put this all in the same category of, like, selfie people who fall off of the cliff and all that stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? it was terrible. I hate to see a child in pain. Oh, it's and, the worst. Uh, you know, I couldn't do it. They're, you can't do anything. You have to just wait until they get... It took them really long, too, to get there. And I was like, that. what if that girl had fallen into the water? Would it have <gasps> taken this long to get there? Oh, no. Yeah, so... That's anyway. terrifying. Yeah, man. I, that's why I don't leave my house. I recommend reclusion because... Yeah, there you go. It's, like I said, <laughs> because- it's dangerous out there. It is. It's a dangerous world we live in. Mad, mad world. Don't you sometimes feel like that? Like, I can't believe I've made it this long. Sometimes, but I don't want to say that right now because I'm scared I'm going to jinx myself. I'm going to knock on some wood. Okay. All right. We'll knock on it. Yeah. Phew. Anyway, that's my dramatic story of the day. Oh, man. That reminds me of when I saw a little girl get her foot stuck in the escalator. I'm yes. sure I shared that on here. That was so scary. Yes. And it's not was even she like she crying. Ki- y- yes. But I yeah. think what, and I was thinking this in, in the fish hook situation too, that the people around really up the ante, like they, they add to the child's level of distress. Like mm-hmm. we're all shocked. And so the kids like looking around for social cues on how I'm supposed to react. I was thinking about this cause I was watching, um, Rachel Robinson and her adorable babies, you know, from the challenge. Uh, well, the babies aren't from the challenge. She's from the challenge. Um, yeah. But you guys probably figured that one out on your own. Uh, 
And she was videotaping her son riding his bike and he like fell down and it was a tumble, you know? And like, as I was watching, I was like, oh, and she reacted so well. She's like, oh, you fell down, whatevs. I fall down sometimes when I ride my bike. And the kid like looked up and looked at her and then was like, okay, I'm cool. And kept going. I'm like, that's, yeah. But that's like yeah. what you're supposed to do. Because if you have the oh, reaction, oh my God, I, that is going to be one of the most challenging things in motherhood for me. Yeah, yeah. Not I think doing it's a, the deep a inhale. Of practice, though. Like it's like, not something that comes naturally. Like you have to keep practicing until you can do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm terrible just driving in the car once. I, I mean, it's got to be a control thing because like somebody else is driving and I'd be like, <gasps> around every. <laughs> Like they've never driven a car before. It's terrible. That's why I should just drive everywhere. Oh my God. If you ever have a kid and you have to teach them how to drive, you know how people do the imaginary brake? Oh, yes. (laughs) Like you want to stop the car so bad. That's what I do. Yeah. (laughs) It's not even when I have a kid, Susie. I'm doing this now. (laughs) Just everyday people. Why are you on the road? Um, It's because... Well, it's really only when the person I'm driving with is tech is like a texter or like looking at their phone. Oh, it gets yeah, me like, like extra that. nervous. Mm-hmm. You know. All right, Landon. Yeah, <laughs> not <laughs> naming any names. Not to name names, but. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of people have that habit. It's it's tough to break, but ugh, yeah. it's dangerous. I can't wait for those self driving cars, man. Really? I mean, the future's here. Give me one of those already. Yeah, what's the holdup on that? Right. I saw a post a, a postal truck that was uh, empty, no driver. No that was weird. way. Yeah. And I knew what? it was one because it had huge numbers on the side and like I don't know how I I, I felt like Sarah, I don't yeah. I don't know what you're talking about because why would that even be a thing? Like you still need someone in there. Well, they were. They're like in the they were like laying down the back, but I like or not in the back, but they were like in another you know there's like another little section, but I swear to god, I look over and there's nobody there. And I was like, oh, I figured it was one of those. It was the weirdest thing. Wow. And it was like, and they had huge, and I knew I even, so we, I was on, I was on some road where there were like up and downs and I could see the top. At one point I could see the top of the, the truck. And so the top had big, huge numbers. And I'm like, why would they need gigantic numbers on a truck? And I'm like, oh, probably if it's a, like self-driving and so, you know, if they needed to somehow see it from, I don't know, above the air, I don't know how they'd do this shit. I mean, they got Google <laughs> Earth, so maybe they got something like that or they can like, track them or watch them. And, uh, and so I was like, oh, maybe it's to like see that from the sky or like, what if it were like a loose truck and something happened? They got to like find it. So, and then I was like, I bet that's a self-driving car. And then I pulled up next to it and sure enough, it was. So as that soon as they're reasoning. available, you're going to want one? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to pay for it because I'm cheap as hell. But like, so I'm going to wait till like the used ones are available because you know me. This the best, the most environmentally friendly car is a used one. That's nice, Sarah. I know. Ugh, it's annoying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, another another thing both of us know is how much we love Omax, which is the yes. company that gave us so much, you know, naughty pleasure recently. Um, but by the way, I got an email from one of our listeners who shall remain nameless saying that the Omax lube was the best thing she ever bought using one of our codes. Oh, and I love that she wrote in. That means it was really good. Yeah. And she get after it, girl. (laughs) 
She goes, I would have tweeted it to you, but my dad follows me on Twitter. <laughs> oh my God. This is amazing. That's a true testimonial. <laughs> right. Anyway, Omax also has a sleep and stress remedy that is made with CBD. And it's a really cool product because I have trouble with sleep. I think a lot of people do. We're all stressed. And this product is so great because it's natural and you're not, it's going to get you tons of energy. You won't have grogginess. And uh, trust me, this CBD blend is incredible. You'll feel a difference the very first night. And they're offering our listeners a deal of 20% off uh, their first box of Omax Sleep and Stress Remedy plus free shipping. And if you don't have the best night's sleep in just three nights, you can return it for a full refund. Um, it's a game changer and it can truly benefit anyone out there. Go to omaxhealth.com to uh, enter the code brain candy and get 20% off a one month supply plus free shipping. Again, and if you don't have your best sleep in just three nights, you can return it for a full refund. It's omaxhealth.com code brain candy to get 20% off a one month supply plus, plus free shipping. Or you can go and try that lube that our nameless listener is enjoying. You can do that too. I got to get me some of that sleep stuff. Why haven't I tried that? Yeah, I have some. I'll give you it. Okay. It's thanks. so good. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Ooh, Ooh this is funny. Oh, yeah. Um, I love funny. Okay. So I thought this was very helpful, and I want to know what you think. The question mm-hmm. that this article was posing was, if you want to know who holds the power in your relationship, if, if you want to know that, Mm-hmm. One way to figure it out is to read your old emails with that person. Mm. Mm. Okay, they, go on. They said that when you're in a conversation, that the person that doesn't have as much power mm-hmm. uses the word I more. So oh. you can. Oh look my God, I can understand this. Yes, me too. Wow. And now thinking back, that's always what I do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why? What makes you think that? I'm just like scrolling through the messages in my mind that I've sent because it's more like the guy's like, so do you do da 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 da? And it's taking a more of like, mm-hmm. <sighs> it's like the one dictating the conversation, asking the questions or, you know, well, I like da 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 da. My favorite thing is this. Well, well and what I'm I'd like thinking to do on like, the weekend is blah, blah, blah. Like if you're in the re- a relationship and you are having issues, mm-hmm. then I can picture conversations where it's like, well, I just feel this way and I'm just upset because, and they're just hearing and responding, but it's not really about them because they're fine. Um, <laughs> but, yep. Yeah. And then they were giving an example in this article about like, even if you look at a relationship with like your boss or uh, someone that you admire. Mm-hmm. You might say, I really loved the, the talk that you gave on this subject and I really enjoyed meeting you or whatever. And they might say, you know, it was great to meet you too. Uh-huh. You know, oh my something like God. that. I thought that was so interesting. This is making me feel like I pretty much have no power anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> in any relationship ever? In any, in any category. Really? I don't know because I, I, well... And maybe it's just for me, but I'm thinking about the way I speak and, and I think being in the profession that I'm in, I try so, look, I'm doing it right now. I try so hard to 
not label people and things and situations and try to instead come at, at anything with my personal like perspective or how, you know, how this experience is for me of like, well, I was, and it's really just, just communication skills. So like, you know, I felt hurt when you did this and this and this, and I would like da, 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 da. That's healthy. This is again. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say this. This is again, one of those things. Remember how you were saying like, you know, with all those emails that where we have these like things where we say, I just, I'm, I'm, you know, I just want to interrupt, blah, blah, blah. And we said, well, maybe men should just be a little nicer in theirs. Yeah. I'm going to say they just need to communicate a little better. I mm-hmm. should not like I'm getting in in some way like you know reprimanded not really but for for being having g- better communication skills where I'm identifying right. my feelings and not projecting them onto somebody else which is what a lot of those you know a lot of you 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 is that yes now I'm mad yeah <laughs> and I thought. Like this applies, like I said, not just to romantic relationships. You can look at the power dynamics in all kinds of areas, professional and personal. And uh-huh. it's just kind of good to know and like have a look at different emails and see what the vibe is. So if you want to change it, maybe you can't. And maybe even thinking about this too, like there's somebody that I work with where just because of, of, uh, uh, what we do, there's some areas where I have more knowledge and, and like mm-hmm. that a different skill set. So um, I am often the one to kind of like take the lead in projects that we do together. Mm-hmm. And now thinking about those emails, I definitely say you more and I, I can think about them. And I, that's like my, the tone that I take and it happens to be a guy. And I'm, I, I was thinking in you saying this, that if you are working with somebody and you want them to feel empowered, and sometimes that leads to really good results and really good mm-hmm. performance and whatever, maybe switching up that language and, and using more I or more you or vice versa or whatever, that you were in kind of in control of that and we can kind of change that power dynamic and, mm-hmm. and with an awareness of it. So good, good topic, Suze. Yeah, man, I read that and I thought, this is such, I've never heard of anything like that. And they were doing, um, this person was doing a study and was looking and determined that the um, the usage of I is five times greater when the person does not wield as much power. I mean, that's a significant difference. Significant. Yeah. Oh my gosh, go. yeah. That was in uh, Ooh, Gizmodo, facts, so if you want to check that article out. I love it. I know, stuff. Yeah. I feel like it's almost like you you get a you're a detective and you can see things you didn't know before. I don't yep, know. Yep, that's this awareness. And then yes. when you have that, you can make adjustments to your behavior. You can create healthier boundaries. When mm-hmm. you start to recognize maybe how somebody's talking to you in an email, to be able to say like, "Hmm, this feels like there's a power dynamic here that's yes. going on, and maybe I'd like to like I don't know." like change that then you can respond and how you or change how you respond to those emails yeah this is good stuff go. i know i, just, I'll send I you wish email. that there were a follow-up to those articles that about yeah. like um you know the the i'm those things that we say I, there's got to be a name for it but like i just or you know i, I just want to email you blah 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 where it gave me another option 
I need to know, yeah. I need to learn what the others, like, instead of writing this, write this. So if any of you out there know <laughs> about those things, can send them my Yeah, way. like alternate Yes, options. like I yeah. need that. It's kind of like a, like a, a thesaurus, you know? Instead mm-hmm. of using the word cool, use whatever. Like, so I need that for for, you know, crafting emails because I I can't I what no matter what I default to that yeah I was even listing stuff on Craigslist and I did it yeah. on there what and did then you I do to, like I I I was like oh I'm just I'm I'm just I I would just put it in there like like um oh my god I'm trying to think of a lot of eyes like I just bought this and you know we're not <laughs> like it didn't fit or, or we, you know, it's right. not the size we were looking for, you know, like you I'm to trying to sell it, it. but I'll t- it like so passive. And then I went back and I rewrote it pretending like I was a guy where I was like, oh okay, here are the God. facts, the price is firm, blah, blah, blah. End of story. I took out all of those. And I, I like looked at it again and I'm like, wow, this is so. You know that f- saying um, for writers, they say you should write drunk and edit sober. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel like you should write your email like a woman and then edit it to be like a man. (laughs) Amen to that. Oh my gosh. Write that that shit down. That is good. (laughs) That is the truth. I mean, for some things, I really do think men should be uh, adapting towards the more feminine approach. I don't always think the feminine approach is worse. Um, But sometimes we do minimize or belittle our own accomplishments yeah. and stuff and that's that's no good no good oh and i won't stand on a similar it. subject i had to check myself yesterday because i went to go there was some furniture that i was looking at on craigslist and went to go meet up with somebody to go take a look at it and i had exchanged a couple of text messages and everything and then they said um i said oh i'll meet you at four thirty, and they're like oh, okay maybe four fifteen. i gotta head out to relieve the babysitter and right when they said that in my mind i pictured that i was meeting a woman yeah I was not meeting a woman. It was a dude. And when he pulled up, I was like, Sarah, God, like, wow. wow. Even, you know, it's like, you, no matter what, no matter how much you try to, you know, fight those, those default, like, uh, uh, I don't know, biases, I guess, or, or yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would call that. It is like a default. And, and then I had to remind, I was like, okay, no, he, that is Sarah. Men can also relieve babysitters, for goodness sakes, unless the babysitter is wife, in which case I have a big problem with that. Well, that's the thing. I feel like you kind of have to give yourself grace in this category, though, because a lot of it is just your brain does a really good job of creating shortcuts. Correct. Thank you. Unfortunately, shortcuts can lead to prejudice and stereotypes and things like that. But it is your brain doing a really good job. Because the odds are it would have been a woman when right. the person's talking about childcare. That's just the reality. That's so true. So, it is just my right. brain doing its job. And I, yeah. Thank you, Suze. You've been very helpful today. <laughs> Goodness gracious. You're like a little guru over there. <laughs> no, I just, I know that feeling and I've, I'm, I'm just feeling like, you know what? That's cool that it was a dude though. We can celebrate that. Yeah. Let's. Yeah, let's do that. Was yeah. he nice? Oh, yes, he was really nice. I didn't like the you furniture. Know how Craigslist, but... Craigslist is a little. No, I know. I always am like, please don't murder me. Please don't murder me. But when they, when I'm going to like to a storage unit where you need like a code to get in and like, you know, I'm like, it's fine. But 
Okay. I'm not murdered. Everything's good, but I didn't like I didn't like the sofa, so. See ya. Yeah. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Did you read the... um uh clickbait type of thing when it was trending where it was they did a poll in uh, great britain and one out of every eight men believes they could win a point against serena williams stop stop yes. it stop 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 that's such a joke do they think that they could win a point against what's his name federer roger federer no federer. i'm sure they that's what um serena's husband was tweeting about it and he was saying it would have been helpful if they had done uh both right. so that we yes. could compare yes that's that it, there is missing yes that is exactly what that's missing if all of us recognize that that was a bad study but and not even a study a bad poll but that's those men can suck a big one sorry linda and you'll love that her husband said that this was an example of the dunning kruger effect Oh, yes. Ooh, that's right. all over the place now. Right? Where it's like these idiots don't know what they don't know. Yeah. They have no idea. They wouldn't last a second. Do they know? I mean, come on. She could probably I do know. it blindfolded. To be or honest, with her I'm opposite surprised hand. it wasn't more men. Uh, what's, I mean, come on. Must be nice <laughs> to be that confident. Right? The confidence of a mediocre white man. It's just so, oh my goodness. Well, haven't you ever heard guys do that about like the WNBA players? No. They really think they could play against these women. I'm sure they do. They really do. Oh my God, they're so wrong. They couldn't play against, against a lot of college or even some varsity high school women. I know, but why do they believe that? Because they I diminished what women can do. Yeah, that is totally it. I'm trying to think if there's something that I totally diminish a male's ability in. Like, that I think, oh, I'm definitely better at them than that. I don't think that... You, I think you have that mindset about men and women. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm pretty much like... Sarah mm, thinks I can do she can kick it. everyone's ass that at is, everything. Which is why I freaking hate tennis. Because that is the only sport that I have not been able to just pick up and, like, be good. I'm like... This is the worst sport, obviously. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to get a point off of on anybody, even in the junior league. And I, I'm, t- I'm so bad. Oh, my God. Wonder why it's just tennis. It's because it's like it's a sport where you where like less is more. And it's all about like hmm. finesse and not how hard you hit it or how aggra- like anything where that where there's like a I don't know. It just it's. I get too revved up, and then I just hit it over the fence like a freaking baseball. Oh, okay. I can't, I'm, and just to get it, you know, to get that, you got to hit it so many times to get that serve or that swing down. And like, and the biggest thing is that I feel like I'm, I haven't gotten the like footwork or coordination 
so I know that I look ridiculous. Like I'm like real clumsy. And then the yeah. cl- me, me knowing that I'm being clumsy trips me up because I'm like too much in my head. Cause I would always go to the gym. Like, you know, when I was on my journey to get fit, I would like way back, even before I did challenges, I would just go to the gym and I'd be like to any trainer, like, I just want to look cool working out. That's it. Like, I don't care about how fit I, I don't care about any of that. I just want to not look like a loser. Like, God. Yeah, so, that's my goal every day, really. And really, anybody who's doing anything physical doesn't look like a loser because that is so silly that I was saying that. That was like 22-year-old Sarah talking. And now I'm like, oh, you're moving? Oh, great. You, you, you took a walk? Fabulous. You're a winner. You know, so I got to be, again, easier on myself. See, you're being nicer to yourself now. I'm, yeah, you know, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Try anywhere but the tennis court. I'm, I'm out. For real, you're not even going to try to get better? Oh, well, I have a friend of mine told me that she played and she that she was really good. And I'm like, okay, well, you're freaking cool. And so maybe I'll play because you play. And Yeah. You know. Well, and plus you do need to have something you suck at. Oh, I was going to say, I think speaking of like thing, you have to have something you suck at. Uh, <laughs> I took that part of that fucking citizenship test oh <gasps> yeah <laughs> i failed no Suze. of yes, course Suze. yeah dr Susie meister yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, tell us what the most cha- what the challenging questions okay. were because i know well, i would fail all of it 100 well, okay so i saw it online actually because adam has the booklet but i hadn't opened it yet and i saw the new york times saying like here's what it's like to take the citizenship test see how you do Mm -hmm. so i was like okay let's do this and it's multiple choice which you would think would make it easier but i felt like it actually screwed me up because i kept Uh re uh questioning myself or second guessing um so like (laughs) some of them are super duper easy i'm looking at his book right now where give me him give me him oh okay do you want me to just go through a few yeah this is good okay people yeah I didn't have U.S. history in high school because I graduated early and I just don't know anything about this. So, Well, and a lot of it is like stuff you learned in like fifth grade, but then you never think about again. Right. That kind of thing. So like, yeah. uh, uh, I'm nervous now. I'll give you some, some, you know, simpler ones and then a few that tripped me up. Okay. Uh, the idea of self-government is in the first three words of the Constitution. What are those words? We the people. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. Woo! We the people of the United States and something to form a more perfect union, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. Now, this one. I'm like shaking. What's wrong with me? (laughs) You're very competitive, is what's wrong with you. Yep. Um, How many amendments does the Constitution have? I did not get this right. Oh, my God. 47? No, 27. 20, oh my God, I felt, I was like, I feel like there's a seven in it. Damn, this is like tennis. I guess 21. What do I know? Oh um, my God, 47. So like, I was like way off. I think those are the hardest ones, the ones that are about numbers. Like, you know, yeah. um, how many uh, representatives are there? Uh, but also, the, shouldn't we have, see, 27 amendments, like, there should be a little more than that. Well, we do need a few more, if you ask me. I mean, I feel like we should update things in a few hundred years, like more than just 27 <laughs> times. Like, I know. 
Because it's hard to get an were... amendment passed. Yeah. Good lord. Um. Yeah. I'm. I missed like the number of uh, members of the House of Representatives. I didn't get that wrong right. House of you Representatives. How many members is, are there? Is it two hundred? No, it's four hundred and thirty-five. Oh my god! I would have never guessed that. Look, I'm just guessing I know, it's random hard. things. I'm just like, mm, whatever. Let's, let's throw some shit at the wall. <laughs> and then, but uh, I wouldn't have again, even known I'm, that in multiple choice. Yeah. See, that's the thing. And then, like, how often do we elect the U.S. representatives? Oh, like, how long is their term? Two years. Yes. Good. Yes. Um, two for five. <laughs> yeah, but the, I'm giving you the hard ones. Oh, oh, good. Oh, I thought these were the easy ones. I was like, oh God, I'm not no, doing well. Like they ask, you know, who's the commander in chief? Um, oh my God. What, uh, who, who, if the president dies and vice president dies, who is next in line? Do you know that one? Yeah. Is it the, um, um, uh, uh, was a secretary of state? What is the, the speaker was, of the house? Speaker of the house. Well, I, well yeah. is that what Nancy Pelosi is? Yes. She, yeah, she's the speaker. Yes, she was. That that's it. Okay, I'm going with that one. Change yeah. my answer. So anyway, it's hard because you may have learned all these things, but like you know, on day to day, we're not really thinking about those. So I was like, oh man, I'm gonna have to study with Adam. And it just feels like, is this really what you need to be an American? Like, I guess it's considering for lack of so else. many of, uh, you know, it's like, it just seems real silly to me in a way. I mean, ugh, I feel like history people are going to be like, no, it's important and more, but I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. Maybe the government stuff that I understand, but like the, yeah. Cause some of it's like trivia more. Yeah. <laughs> Trivia. Yeah, that stuff you know, like, is like who was mm. the president during World War One? Right, like, oh that's God. the kind of stuff you don't need to know to be an American. Yeah, for goodness I would agree sakes. with you about that. Yeah, you probably yeah. need to know, like I don't know, the the fast food mascots more. <laughs> that seems like a better bar. But yes, and Adam actually was worried because you have to t- take a fluency, an English fluency test. And he's like, do you think I should let them know I have a disability? I have ADHD. I'm like, Adam, you are from England. <laughs> you what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he was he just really worried. That is, oh, well, you know what? In in a, a classroom setting, he would have the opportunity to take the test at a, a, a different date and time where it would be suitable to his needs and less distraction. So, you know, he's like, one could argue. It says here to let them know if you have a disability. I'm like, I really don't think that counts for you. Ad. Come on they now. mean like deaf or blind or physically, you know, right? Like, like you're in not able bodied or, or, yeah. God bless him. Oh, so, that's funny. He has his like meeting in a, I don't know, next month or something. And then I, I don't know if they take it, the test then or whatever. We'll see. And uh, yeah. I feel like way. you got, I mean, one of us has got to get him like a really annoying American patriotic shirt. <laughs> like a flag shirt yeah. or something. Like the whole thing is just like head to toe flag. 
like a hat with like on um saturday night live when will ferrell wore that like crop top and the i think it was like an american flag (laughs) speedo or something yes adam ought to wear that yes oh my gosh he would look great (laughs) he'd be like look we're combining two cultures the speedos from europe (laughs) american (laughs) democracy see i'm a dual citizen yep oh (sighs) that's really funny yeah. Oh my That's God, what's Susie. What's going on with him? VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact. Um, oh gosh, I feel like there were things I wanted to talk to you about, but now I can't remember. I can't. I watched this video that you would love, I think. It was on the New York Times, and it was um, about Bob Ross, the painter. Oh, I love Bob Ross. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so cute, this video, because it was asking the question, you know, where the heck are all of his paintings? Why can't you buy oh like, a Oh, my God. This is a genius question. Why has <laughs> right? nobody? Why have I never heard this question before? Right, and I never even thought about it. How is that and, Thomas Kincaid BS selling yeah. out? And this guy, Bob Ross, American treasure? Yes. How come his work isn't going for millions? I know. Well, we find out because he was on the air for however long, years and years. And for each episode, he painted it the painting three times. So he oh, wow. did one that was referenced throughout the episode to show the finished product. They, then he did one on the air that, you know, we saw him paint. And then the third one, I don't know why he did a third one. I forget. There was a reason. But he had to do three for each episode. And so there are thousands of Bob Ross originals. And it turns out that they're all just sort of owned by his company, which is, you know, run by somebody he let run it when he died Mm -hmm. and they just like are real um folksy and they were interviewed for the video and they were just they just don't even like they just love him and they're happy to work it for his company but they're not trying to make millions so they just like like keep them in boxes and they're just like they'll like if you send one to them if for some reason you have one they can look at it and authenticate it for you but they're really not trying to um make tons of money off him they're just sort of like yeah we just keep them here and a few of them are going to the smithsonian and that's about oh, it cool. <laughs> it's so i like adorable. that i, I like I that mm-hmm. and i like the idea that like however many years from now in my mind it's like 100 200 years from now that becomes like the picasso you know, of like, wow, you have one, you know, that somehow, I don't know. It just feels like that would be kind of cool. Who knows what will happen to, Yeah, know. and they were saying how when, as soon as his show got put on Netflix and people would start watching it ironically, but then it mm-hmm. wouldn't take very long before people were like, you know what, I actually really like this. <laughs> you know what I feel the same way about that did that to me and I would have never thought in a million years that I would be into watching this and I love watching what are you ready golf what i 
am mesmerized by golf. I find it so, it's like ASMR in real life. Like okay, I, I find it so relaxing. I love the whisper talk that the golf announcers yeah. use. I love the sound that it makes. I love when the whole crowd hushes. Like I like the, the, the little tiny moments, like most of it's chill. And then there are little few moments where you're like, oh, oh, is it going to go away? so exciting okay. and then and i just don't know what it is about golf where i could walk i can no joke sit down and watch it and it like an hour plus will go by and i'm like holy shit i need to go do something do you understand the game i mean enough hit the ball chase the ball hit the ball again what's oh there to understand just, i don't know i thought maybe there was more to it <laughs> so you're pretty easy. Just get the ball in the hole <laughs> Right. Okay. So you have a basic understanding of the point of the game. I mean, I've always thought the game itself was pointless. Again, hit the ball, chase the ball. Yeah. It seems like at least my dog brings it back. I mean, it feels like that for me about all sports. Oh, that's kind of, I get the point. But I mean, I, I see it's like, yeah, that's true. But usually you're doing it against somebody. So. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah and golf is like, I, but... I kind of think it's almost the same. Have you seen those videos or even done this? Like I used to do this in the pool where we would have, we would do like, say you have like friends and you're in the pool and you have like a ball and maybe you have one of those pool basketball hoop things and they'll be mm-hmm. like one friend will jump and then they'll throw it to the other friend who'll dive off the diving board and they'll throw it to the other friend who will like jump off the other side and then they'll throw the other friend will catch and like then somebody will slam it in and it's like you're all trying to do it perfectly timed so that it goes in and it's like something silly like that, you know, like, oh, yeah. let's see if we can get this ball all the way over there in that cup. And we've just turned it into a thing, you know? True. Yeah. And so like we, I think I love doing those kind of silly little things and, and, you know, sports are almost just a more, uh, uh, well thought out formed and, and structured version of that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I'm and all for that. I can't think of any other sport that's soothing besides golf. Maybe, no, no, I really no, can't. I can't either. Uh, no, because I was going to say, well, swimming, no, that's it, because there's still that. It's too much splashing and too much. There's really nothing like maybe gymnastics. Yeah, I do love a good romp. Oh, I miss the Olympics. When's that coming back? What year is it? Ugh, not for another year. <laughs> you know, I can't believe that you and I, I don't think in our whole friendship, have ever been on a golf cart together. Oh. It seems like something we would have done along the way. It does seem like that, at least somewhere. We've <laughs> we've been on planes, trains, and automobiles and just about right. everything between freaking rickshaws. Like <laughs> I mean tuk tucks in Thailand. That's what I'm saying. Right. We've never been on a golf cart. Are you mm-hmm. a, a big uh golf cart enthusiast? I am. I'm an enthusiast. I think they're I felt hilarious. like that. I was getting that vibe from you. <laughs> yeah, they're just hilarious because you drive different. Yeah. When you <laughs> you kind of feel like laugh. you're on Caddyshack no matter what. Yeah, and there's an element of danger because there's, you're exposed. There's no doors really or <laughs> protection of any kind. So it feels like shenanigans. It is. Were, were, you, yeah. were you there... With my brothers at the wedding? I sure was. When they stole the golf cart? Um, I was there when we were trying to find them. 
Ah, yes. I mean, Susie could almost speak more on this story since I was, you know, busy trying to get married. Um, but my brothers took full advantage of the uh, open bar situation and the, oh uh, you know, put the rooms or put the drinks on the room. And they got wasted before the wedding. And then they stole a golf cart from the La Quinta Hotel and <laughs> ch- like drove it all around and then had uh, security guards chasing them. And yeah, somehow and we had you, police following us. Police! I was like, I knew there were police. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, your well, family is a bunch of hooligans. Hooligans. No joke. I mean, you wouldn't think it. Or maybe you would. Eh, you probably would. <laughs> I wouldn't because you're a rule follower. Oh, that... Well, why do you think I'm a rule follower? Why? Because I'm the only one freaking doing it. <laughs> you know? Right, you had to be the civilizing force. Somebody's got to like, you know, hold everybody to a, some safety standards. Everybody'd be dead. I will like, oh my safety god, standards. I, I was time. watching the video that we did um, when you and I went on on our date the other night, yes. and when you were backing up and your car has that glitch. Oh freaking a! I hate that thing. Sarah's car for some reason has like a computer worst. situation. Yes. Where it won't, it thinks there's something behind her all the time, even when there isn't. And if she tries to keep backing up, it'll, what's the word? It locks up the brakes. And the whole car is like, and And it makes the worst noise. And it's like, like, you're like, oh my God, there's nothing there. It is the actual worst thing. It really is. But your reaction is the best because... You just keep dealing with it, and I can't quit laughing. And then oh my I was God. LOLing about the video because I kept going, <laughs> Sarah, make it do that thing. And you were like, oh, Susie, no. Like, you get all serious. <laughs> it's, like, so embarrassing. It makes it from the outside, it's got to look like I don't know how to drive. Right. Or, that like, I'm a woman so who has funny. to slowly back her car up. Yes. And I'm like, that, I am not that. Yes. I can, Oh, like, my God, Sarah. What? I went out the other night and I went to one of those parking lots where you got to pay, but then you park yourself or whatever. And the guy goes, okay, that'll be however much. And can you back in to the spot? Mm. And I was like Mm -hmm. real pissed because I was like, he would never ask my husband if he could back up. And And so I was all snotty about it, you know? And I was like, yeah. And then I'm like pulling away and I'm like, oh my God. What if I can't do it? (laughs) Thankfully, I had no problem. But, like, I was so mad at him for even asking. And then I'm like, you know what? It's a fair question. (laughs) Don't you hate that? Here's the deal. I don't want them to assume that I can't do it. But if Mm -hmm. I can't do it, I need you to be there to help me. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) That's totally true. I was fully prepared to be like, psych, come help me, damsel in distress. But I didn't yeah, want but to here's do the that. thing: it, it's the only reason why we we wouldn't be good at doing that is because we don't get practice doing it, and we don't get practice doing it because the you know there's a, a man in the li- in our life or some you know not us but like in general that steps in and does those things. So how do you ever learn? It was kind of like me driving the trailer. I had never driven anything like that, and I'm like, well, I gotta figure it out. So I did, and then I'm like, oh, this is fine. Well, I have see- all the same skills. Then no matter what, it's not our fault. <laughs> no, it's never our fault. Fucking nice. When I was on, God damn it. Uh, Road Rules Australia, the, you know, 
everything is different and the steering wheels on the other side and all that stuff. So complicated. You know how in a lot of those countries, all the cars and stuff are manual? Yes. uh, Stick shift. And I was 18. I could barely friggin' drive a normal car. And uh, they made us all go to driving school and do a test. And the only people that passed were the boys. Oh, I'm annoyed. I know. And then thankfully, Piggy ended up uh, retaking and she passed in the end. But it was so embarrassing at the time where it was like, oh, my God, we're stereotypes. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, if I were on that season, I would have uh, helped you out because my uh, second car was a stick shift Beetle. I don't I think that's something that almost nobody is learning now. No, nobody knows how to drive. Nobody does. Yeah. They no way. They're not even you it would be only somebody who liked vintage cars or like went out and sought that out like specifically. And yeah. I yeah, and I remember getting being really happy to get a stick shift because I was like, "Oh, this is good. Then I won't use my phone and drive too." True. Even then, I yeah. knew I was like, "Oh, I'll just be you know using a stick shift." And they moved to San Francisco, and like it was really not good on the clutch. Yeah, so. I'm glad I did eventually learn. But I mean, you really do have to seek it out and be like, oh, "This is yes. something I want to do now." Nobody knows who who taught you how to drive stick. Where did you learn? Uh, my first husband taught me. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's a th- that's a tough thing to like just pick up later and then be like, "Oh, I'd like to learn how to do this." Good for you, Suze. Yeah, I'm really glad I did it. But and if I'm gonna teach Lincoln I thought maybe we'll just teach him on a stick because then everything will be easier after that oh totally and it's like really good how to learn you know you you feel like you learn a little bit more about how to control the car like I feel like now the cars are so automatic and do so much for you that people forget you're driving a metal tank (laughs) that can murder people down the highway at top speeds murder people right i mean come on so and half the time they're just like flying blind because they're all looking at their phone so learning those things and feeling like you know how to control a car i think is a really really good skill to have with with anything like that and so you should definitely do that and plus it's like it's so good to know how to drive it because i always said thought like what if i'm in an emergency situation where what if i'm you know, out somewhere and the person who's supposed to be the designated driver, like gets drunk and now I've got to drive home and they have a stick shift or what if that happened to me one time? Oh my God. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I was so So, glad I knew because she should not be driving. There you go. For those kind of reasons or, you know, you never know. I feel like the same thing about driving a motorcycle because when shit goes down in the apocalypse, I'm going to need to know how to drive. Oh my God. Mad Max over there. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I'll get my leather whatever. jacket and I'll be ready. Uh, everybody should be subscribed also and uh, may- learn to drive a stick. Subscribe to our show. Leave us a five star review, and then we're good to go. And 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 shout out to all the new followers because we've had a whole bunch recently. So welcome. Thanks for listening. Aww, Thanks for joining us. Exciting. You guys are sending me your wonderful messages that you're loving it, and uh, you know you're welcome you're for giving you three hundred and thirty whatever <laughs> yeah. million episode more yeah. to listen to. Enjoy. All right, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.